I keep a small red box in an old wooden cupboard. It's rather ugly, fake red leather stitched with colorful beads and shapes. It was my great-grandmother's jewelry box, but now holds a pincushion I sewed in grade four, my sharp sewing scissors, and a few spools of thread. When I was little, she lived in a small room just off our kitchen. Sitting beside her narrow window, she watched a shrinking world. She broke a hip when my older brother and I played a game of tug-of-war with her. In the game, she would sit on a wooden chair and hold out her walking cane to us. We'd grab one end and she the other, all of us pull as hard as we might. At some point, she'd let go, and my brother and I would tumble backwards, laughing. One afternoon, however, she didn't let go of the cane, and we pulled her out of her chair and broke her hip. All I remember is a tiny little woman, skin wrinkled, shriveled like the soft apples she'd peel for us, sharp eyes, a woman who lived through harsh wars. I know she had a dozen great-grandchildren, grandchildren, children, buried a husband long ago, kept her wedding ring in the small red box on the table beside her chair. A friend recently told me that her mom is sorting out their basement. She's the sole niece, grandniece, sole granddaughter. She's the inheritor of things. Boxes of old photographs and letters, stacks of books and records, bags of clothes and shoes, bins of carefully wrapped plates and teacups all waiting their patient turn. She feels responsible for these things, and although they be have become a burden, she can't bring herself to carry the boxes to the road, and she reads each letter to find clues to a past that she shares through distant glimpses. I asked my dad once what people did with their garbage when he was a child. He said that he didn't think people had garbage then. Paper wrappers were burned in the wood stove. Clothes mended, broken cups wired whole again. What little remained was brought to a small pile at the edge of a field. Years ago, I broke a pale yellow water pitcher that I'd received from a close childhood friend. We'd lost our connection, but I kept the shards in a drawer, feeling pangs of regret and guilt for my carelessness. I asked my mum how I might fix the picture. She suggested I repair my friendship instead. Ajahn Chah, a respected Buddhist monk, told this story. Do you see this cup? It holds my water admirably, sometimes even reflects the sun in beautiful patterns. If I should tap it, it has a lovely ring. But when I put this glass on the shelf, 
and the wind knocks it over or my elbow brushes it off the table and it falls to the ground and shatters, I say, of course. Because for me this cup is already broken and every moment with it now is precious.